Hey, all you nostalgic job seekers. Welcome to 9021 Here We Go, the podcast that takes a look at each episode of the Beverly Hills 90210 franchise from Fox to the CW. One of us is a 9021 expert, the other is a 9021 novice. I'm Kendra Mickles, and I'm seeing these episodes for the first time. I'm Nick Gunning, and I've seen them all, and Kendra and I are both a year older since last we <gasps> spoke with our listeners. We are, yes. Happy Not that a whole year birthday, has Kendra. passed, but sure. we... We had a birthday. Our birthdays are very close together. Uh, we only had one joint party before you moved away, and I'm still mad about it. Did we but, have a joint party? I was about to say yes, we've never had one. We did. We did. I think it was 2020, and nothing bad happened after that. Yeah, But no. you, me, and our friend Sally, the queen of Halloween, we all had a joint birthday party together. That's at right. Her house, and yes, it was very fun. It was, it was fun. fun. We each had our own dessert. That's right. That's right. We did. That was a good time. Did you get your birthday present? I did send you a birthday present. Apparently, one has been received. Oh. So I was instructed to wait until the other. Oh, you're waiting. Arrived. Oh, okay. I don't know. Oh, Should I? Should I not wait? It doesn't matter at all. No, I. I, that's I fine would say I'd open wait. it right now, but I don't know where my husband you're hit it. Sure. So okay. Yeah. All right. Okay. Well, anyway, where were we? Uh, well, our show is brought to you by the Radio Meanwhile Network. Other shows on the network include This Endorian Life, 90s Music Got Me Like, and previously on X-Men. You can follow all of the shows at Radio Meanwhile on Facebook, Instagram, and Threads. That's right. And 90s Music is back, baby. Yeah, it is, baby. That's exciting. It's back. Please rate, subscribe, and share the show wherever you get your podcasts. Today we're discussing Beverly Hills 90210 Season 8, Episode 1, Aloha, Beverly Hills, Part 1. See, aloha can mean hello, but it can also mean goodbye. Yes, it can. Yes, it can. So this, this whole part one, part two thing, these are not connected episodes. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. I don't I don't know why they ran together and called them, but fine. So so when it aired, was it it was one I think thing, it was mashed though. together, but in syndication it was split up, which just makes more sense to me because this first part has nothing to do with Hawaii. And the second part is the Hawaii episode. So. I know. It was like, when do they get to Hawaii? I know. Yeah. Never. I think it's better. I think it's better this way. Yeah. All right. Well, let's tune in to CUTV. This year, you can replay each day at five right here on your very own news network, CUTV. This episode originally aired on September 10th, 1997. Couple of birthdays. August 10th, Ryan Eggold, who plays Mr. Matthews in the CW years, turned 13. <gasps> Milestone. Milestone birthday. Are you ready for all of my detention Mr. Matthews jokes by the time we get to, sure. to Mr. Matthews? Okay. Yeah, just bring it on. Want you to go ahead and start preparing. I can do it. That. August 26th, Evan Ross, who plays Charlie in the CW years, turns nine. What a cutie pie. August 28th, Jason Priestley turned 28. He plays a little older than 28, I think. It's the way he wears his shirts. The way he tucks them in. Yeah. That's the 90s. What are you going to do? That baggy <laughs> look. I didn't like it then. It's a lot. A couple of deaths to mention. Two very sad ones, like earth-shaking ones. Yeah. Uh, August 31st, Princess Diana was killed in a car crash. Yeah, that was wild. I didn't realize, like, obviously I, I knew it was awful. And, like, I remember it happening when I was a kid and people talking about it. But, like, as I read, did you read Prince Harry's book, no. Fair? No. Well, I did. It's it's really good, and I recommend you listen to him read it because okay. that's just always good. But he talks about how, like, when it happened, like, the paparazzi surrounded the car and just, like, 
opened the door and took pictures of her as she was dying. They didn't help her. They just like watched her die. Yeah. It's just, it was, it's awful. Yeah. And that triggered some new laws, like Good Samaritan mm-hmm. kind of laws, where it's like, you can't just do that. Yeah. Uh, it was, uh, I was, so I was doing a, <laughs> a production of Joseph and the Amazing Technicolor Dreamcoat at the Barn Theater in Augusta. Of course Michigan. you were. And I got back and I was like still in my costume and like that news came on. And I remember my mom being like, now you'll always remember where you were when Princess Diana died. And I do. Mm. I do. Yep. And on September 6th, Mother Teresa died. Ooh, what a one-two punch. Yeah, for real. What a one-two punch. Movies, August 8th, Conspiracy Theory with Julia Roberts and Mel Gibson was released. Mel Gibson, why do you got to be such a trash panda? Honestly, why? Why? Just shut your mouth because I love Mel Gibson movies like Bird on a Wire. I love conspiracy theory. He's so good. And he's just an awful person, Kendra. I mean, that's maybe not. Maybe he's maybe he's changed and repented. Who knows? But I feel like I just saw him in something recently and I was like, oh, have we forgiven Mel Gibson? Well, he kind of snuck back in with the uh, like directing and stuff. And then it was like, hey, Mel Gibson's back. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. It's a great movie, though. Patrick Stewart also in it. Have you seen it? Ooh, no. But now that you say Patrick Stewart's in it. It's pretty good. I'm in. Yeah. August 15th, Steel, based on the DC Comics character of the same name, starring Shaquille O'Neal, was released. See? I've never heard of this. Yeah, it wasn't a big hit. But I'll tell you something, Kendra. Uh, On retired Radio Meanwhile show, Three Nice Things, we were slated to do Steel. And I was going to be on the Steel episode. And I've never seen it. And I was so looking forward to it. It never happened. Maybe you guys should just do a one-off. Hey, I'm not, the one have to, I'm not the one yeah, you have to Yeah, that's convince. true. That's I want to do Steel, and I still want to do Battleship with Liam Neeson. Never got to do it. Battleship with Rihanna? With Rihanna, yeah. <laughs> yeah. August 22nd, Money Talks with Chris Tucker, Charlie Sheen, and Melrose Place alum Heather Locklear debuted. Okay. August 30th, so switching to TV, August 30th, Hanging with Mr. Cooper ended its five-season run. Oh, classic staple of the TGIF era. Did you watch Hanging with Mr. Cooper ever? I don't think I've seen a second of it. I've heard of it, but I've never... Because I feel like it was was pretty popular when it was on, and I feel like it was never... Like, I don't think I've ever seen a rerun of Hanging with Mr. Cooper. I don't... Because I I watched Nick and Knight. I used to watch that all the time, and that was never... And it's... I mean, it's five seasons. It really seems like... I don't know. It was good. I, I really liked it. He was like a... He's like an NBA player who was kind of washed out of the NBA and was like a substitute teacher. And of course, inspirational teacher he became. Of course. But it was, yeah, it was a lot of fun. Very funny. Mark Curry. The Mask, the animated series, Mm. ended its run with a meta crossover featuring the Ace Ventura animated series. Love a good crossover. For Three Nice Things, I did do Son of the Mask, and I'm still not over that. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think... I don't know that I've ever seen because it was Dumb and Dumber, The Mask, and Ace Ventura. I really don't think I've seen any of those. Like not a single episode. Oh, the animated ones? Yeah. I've seen bits of The Mask animated, okay. but we were, I wasn't allowed sense. to watch the movie. So then I right. wasn't really, you know. I into... feel like The Mask of the three of those makes the most sense to do a cartoon of. Yes, absolutely. And I mean, how do you not cross over with the Ace Ventura series? I mean, <laughs> you have to. We were just, Eric and I were just talking about how at one point, point in time we had 30 rock parks and rec and the office all on at the same time and they never did a crossover of any kind yeah that's true seems crazy 
That's true. Yeah. I feel like the, you know, the golden age, like, uh, you know, a little earlier in NBC when it was like, you know, Seinfeld and well, Seinfeld didn't do it, but friends and mad about you and some other short lived show had the whole blackout and everybody had the blackout. And then like, yeah, ABC did the thing where they all went to Las Vegas. So all the characters from the shows were at Las Vegas. I love it. Yeah. I feel like I love it outside of procedural stuff, you know, cause like the NCIS is and the, all that stuff is always crossing over. So whatever. But the, um, the new girl Brooklyn nine, nine crossover is like the most recent in my memory. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. besides like the superhero crossover. ones. Cause they, oh, sure. you know, yeah. they love yeah. a good crossover over there. They do. They do. They're all dead <laughs> now though. There's nothing left. <laughs> nothing left. No. September 1st, 101 Dalmatians, the animated series began its 65 episode run. Now I have seen this. Did you have, did you ever watch this one? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. My son went through a big 101 Dalmatians phase a few years back and we watched the movie and we read the book and I don't know, we were watching this show all the time. I think actually it was 2020, like during the pandemic, this was one of our like, let's watch 101 Dalmatians or daddy will go crazy. When I was a kid, I had a 101 Dalmatians bedroom set. Mm. And like one of my favorite pillowcases was 101 Dalmatians. I know just what you mean. Mm -hmm. Do you remember when McDonald's did the 101 Dalmatian Happy Meal toy and there were literally a 101? I don't remember there being 101. Oh, there were. Yeah. But we definitely definitely had a lot of those Mm -hmm. for sure. Mm -hmm. Yep. Music. August 19th, Fleetwood Mac released the live album, The Dance. This album reunited the classic lineup for the first time since the 1980s. Okay. September 1st, Genesis released their final album, Calling All Stations, and it is certified gold in the UK. Somewhere my wife was waiting for me to do a Wrath of Khan joke where I'm like, Genesis, who's taking Genesis? No one's taking Genesis, but I'm not going to do it, Kendra. We were all waiting for it. I'm not going to do it. I'm sorry to disappoint, but it's not going to be happening. Chumbawamba released their major label debut album, Tub Thumper, featuring the hit single, Tub Thumping. Hmm. They really get knocked down. That whole verb, didn't they? But they <laughs> <laughs> they get knocked down, but they get up yeah. again. Oh, They're never gonna keep them down. Okay, all right. Just in case you're wondering, yeah, the I album was certified triple platinum, and we did this song on my other podcast, Nineties Music Got Me. Like, I remember. It's a good one. What a glorious day! <laughs> Video games. August twenty fifth, Goldeneye 007 was released on N sixty four, and the world was never the same. That's true. That is You know, true. I found out like not long ago that I mix up Goldeneye and the other one. Tomorrow Never Dies? Maybe. Because I would always talk about, yeah, we used to play that bank scene at the beginning. And my husband's always like, that's the not Goldeneye. That's the world is not enough. The world is not enough. Yeah. yeah. So I did play Goldeneye for yeah. sure. But we played the world is not enough. A none of them too, were apparently. ever as good. I mean, World is Not Enough is pretty close, but none of them were ever as good as GoldenEye. I don't know why. Just something about that first game that, you know, the hidden levels, yeah. the... I had to watch, like, I got to watch at GameStop, like, when you look at Ooh. when you're in the pause menu. Loved it. Nice. I loved it. So I play it right now. Yeah, we used to play the, you know, I don't... What is that mode called where you, you're all looking for each other, trying to shoot oh, each yeah, other? Oh, yeah, like, capture the flag. Yeah, you could yes. do that, and you could do... Um, I always played in paintball mode. Because then mm. everything you draw was paintball. There was also Donkey Kong mode where you could have a giant head and like little arms. I don't know why, but that was a thing. Sure. Yeah, did it yeah. all the time. All the time. <laughs> all right. August 29th, Netflix is founded by Reed Hastings and Mark Randolph. That's wild. Again, the world was Netflix. never the same. I know. 
but it's that old late 90s man that's crazy i'm trying to think of when we got it because we used to do the you know the the envelopes and mailing in the dvds and yeah all that do you know you can still do that apparently no they just like just shuttered it oh really okay yeah yeah but uh, until recently because they did this whole thing where it was like you could you could request and they would just send you like 50 dvds from the netflix library like you know just like clear yeah it's a whole thing but yeah i love those discs i love getting the discs i, I know it was always so life. exciting when you got the netflix in the mail yep. yep all right nick take us beyond the zip code kendra this one is from a listener so thanks to at Thank here underscore lynn over on x uh we now know that james eckhouse appeared in a small role in the 80s classic big starring tom <gasps> hanks and elizabeth perkins really yes Yep, and she also included a screenshot of him like handing Tom Hanks something. So there you go. We'll have to post that on our social media. You never know. You never know where he's going to show up. Creepy movie, big in hindsight. You watch it now and you're like, but he's a child. (laughs) She's just slept with a child. Yeah, I've never seen it all the way through, actually. Yeah. So this this was one (laughs) where I watched it a million times as a kid. The Zoltar machine, all of it. Loved it. And then my wife had never seen it. And we watched it like after we were married. <laughs> and she was like, this is kind of upsetting. And I was like, you know what? <laughs> In hindsight, it is a little upsetting. Hey, we've all been there. We've all sure. watched movies that we loved as kids and then yes, been like, Kendra. what the heck? Yes. Yep. I know which one you're thinking of. <laughs> Inside joke, everybody. Yep. All right, let's look at our synopsis for Aloha, Beverly Hills, part one. With the college years behind them, the gang realizes simultaneously that they need to get jobs. Brandon tries for journalism, Val tries lots of things, while David struggles to run the after dark without her. Donna's looking into the fashion world. Steve has a pro bono job in the alumni office. And Kelly has a job with an unknown foundation. Yeah. The foundation. Also, Brenda's still in London and Claire is now in Paris. Okay. Meanwhile, Kelly and Brandon struggle with cohabitation. Donna and David struggle with whether or not to move in together. And Steve butts heads with the new gal in town, Carly. Hello, Carly. They've been living together for like, what, a month, two months? Come back yeah. to us when you're on Nick and my level. Right. I just hit 11 years. You hit 17. What did you say? Married, 17. Married 17 years. Yep. You've really got to push through like the first 10, <laughs> nine to 10. And then oh, you're like, then oh, we figured it out. Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You just got that first decade, you know, watch that first decade. It's a, it doozy. took at least, it took like eight or nine years for my husband and I to figure out like, oh, if he cooks, he likes it, and then I don't have to cook. And it's just like, oh. it's so much better. Yeah, that's a pretty good deal. It took that long to figure it out. Yeah. All right, Nick, who's living in Beverly Hills? Well, this episode was directed by Bethany Rooney and written by Michael Braverman. Michael Braverman, also the new showrunner, because as you recall, a lot of turnover between season seven and eight, and this is really kind of a fresh start. And Kendra, if I'm being honest with you, I don't have a good attitude about this. I Hey, fix it. I have, Check yourself before you wreck I have yourself. And on board, but we started season eight and I was like, oh no. Oh no. So you know what? Was Fresh it all eyes. of the stuff during the the opening like 
I, I guess I I don't know shots just, of of Beverly Hills. Well, I told you in our rap episode that I always kind of thought if, if I ever watch this show again, I'm I'm out at season seven. So I'm doing this now for you, Kendra, uh, and I I'm I'm committed to this journey. You know, I appreciate it. You just got to commit to the first ten years of the show, and then after that, yeah, you know what I mean, and then it's easy. And then after that, it's smooth sailing. Yeah. Yep. Okay, well, uh, as far as main cast members go, we are introduced to Carly Reynolds as played by Oscar winner Hilary Swank. At this point, she was best known for her role as Julie Pierce in the film The Next Karate Kid. I could not swear to have seen that. Maybe I have, maybe I haven't. I, I don't I've definitely know. seen it. I think that was the first Karate Kid I ever saw. What an interesting choice. We'll get there because I've been watching. I just watched Karate Kids one and two with my son, so we're we're working through the series. So we'll get to the Hillary Swank. I remember it being like dark, like in a not fun way. Are you thinking a million dollar baby? Because that's uh, that's very dark. (laughs) That's very dark. Not at all fun. Uh, (laughs) This is a weird intro for her. I mean, she's just kind of unpleasant the whole time. I don't know what they were thinking, like with the writing of that character. This is not someone where I'm like, I, I want to invest. In I mean, you know where it goes. I thought maybe that was just her thing. Anyway, here she is. Uh, Vincent Young as Noah is also included in the credits, but he does not appear in this episode. We'll see him in episode two. I know, they both popped up in the credits. I was like, who are you? Yeah. Who are these people? Bold. They didn't even try him out first, you know? I know. <laughs> poor, poor Kathleen Robinson had to do like 50 episodes before they were like, yeah, let her spin in front of a curtain. Why not? Yeah. She walked so Hillary Swank could run. <laughs> That's exactly right. That's exactly right. All right, returning players, we have Catherine Cannon and Michael Durrell as the Martins. We have Mercedes Kastner as Aaron Silver, but Steve calls her Aaron Taylor, which I thought was funny. Oh, he did. That's funny. Yeah. Okay, we also have Brian Reardon. We've seen him before as a musician back in Mr. Walsh Goes to Washington. He's going to keep popping up as sort of like the Peach Pit After Dark house band guy. That they say is terrible. (laughs) Yeah, that they do say he's terrible. He's not really an actor, but he has some like you know, music department credits and things like that. Just a working musician. But there he is, Brian Reardon. Uh, We have some new recurring players, several, in fact. Miles Jeffrey as Zach Reynolds. He appeared in episodes of Lois and Clark, ER, and Pound Puppies, plus films like Face Off. I want to take his face off. Yeah, that's Uh, a good movie. It is a good movie. It's a good, bad movie. The Odd Couple 2, Time Cop 2, he's also in both of those. Also both good, bad movies, so... We have Lynn Moody as Donna's new boss, Vanessa, best known as Tracy in the sitcom That's My Mama, also voice work in Super Friends and a pup named Scooby-Doo, plus episodes of All in the Family and Chicago Hope. We have Tom Virtue here as Mr. Cummings, though next time we see him, he will be Marcus Bear. And the next time we see him after that in the CW years, he will be Mr. Bergman, but he's best known as Steven Stevens on Even Stevens. Yes, and that is every time I see him in anything, I'm like, it's... The dad from Even Stevens. Yeah, that's him. Yep. Other cast members include, in no relation, Carrie Stevens as Marcy. So she's a, a waitress at the Peach Pit, goes on a date with Steve. I thought maybe she'd be like recurring, like, oh, we got Peach Pit staff now. But nope, that was it. One and done. Ugh, I'm glad um, I didn't like her. No, I didn't really either. But I thought it was kind of interesting to introduce because it always feels like no one works at the Peach Pit. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. like Nat, occasionally Willie, occasionally Nadine. And it's just Valerie who runs the Peach Pit after dark. Uh, but Carrie Stevens also was on Days of Our Lives in Black St- Scorpion. Finally, we have Don Dow as Zach's coach. He was in episodes of Silicon Valley, Ray Donovan, and VR Troopers. All right, shall we get into it? 
Yes, let's start with this weird voiceover. And it sounded even weirder for me because I was watching it on Daily Motion. Uh, and so his voice was like 10 times higher than it normally is. <laughs> well, college <laughs> is over now and we all have to get jobs. That's exactly what it sounds like. Um, so, yeah, so Brandon's doing this voiceover of like, hey, we graduated. Here's what we were up to over the summer because we didn't get any that I feel like. Is this the first time in a while that we haven't had like summer Anything. episodes? Yeah, but I mean, we'll get the Hawaii episode next. So, yeah, I guess that's, that, I guess that's summary. Thinking, but, yeah, true. So he tells us what everyone's been up to. First off, Donna confessed to her priest, but she has not told her mom. And apparently this makes David furious, to which I was like, <laughs> okay, that's weird, yeah. but all and, right. Well, it made sense a little bit more on, but I felt the same. It I was like, would she, would she like call Felice and be like, guess what? <laughs> guess what? If you don't tell your mom that we had sex. Yeah, but I think it's more about like. Yeah, no, it up. makes sense later, but the way he says it. The, I'm telling you, it's a bad voiceover. It really doesn't give you anything. Yeah. Then we see Valerie. She's trying to work a nine to five. Looks like she's in an office and the yeah. copier's going crazy and yeah. she just walks out. She can't handle she, it. This Valerie montage was like one of those old like infomercial commercials, like tired of trying to answer the phone all day. And you have the person who's like dropping phones and getting tied up in the court. That's what it was like. Yeah. Yeah. Steve has gotten a the job of alumni advisor to the keg fraternity. It doesn't, it pays, what was it? A dollar a, dollar a year? year? A dollar a, a dollar year. A dollar a year. Can't be minimum wage, even in the 90s. <laughs> At the Walsh house, uh, Kelly and Brandon are now fully living together. She's yes. moved in. Yes. And she's making herself at home. She's sprucing up the room, adding frilly pillows. Yeah. And what else? Yeah. Whatever else she's doing. Well, she's always had like a cool style and like moving into the Walls house, suddenly she's like Norman Bates's mother. It's just like all yeah. doilies and like, what are you doing? I don't know if they were trying to see make her seem more adult or I don't know. No, I think they were just supposed to be like, she's making Brandon's room all girly and he can't handle it. But she wasn't making them girly. She was making them like Jane Austen-y. Yeah, you know? yeah. What? what? <laughs> So Kelly wants, she also wants to like move the furniture around and Brandon's like, oh, okay. So before he can help move the dresser across the room, he gets a call from Mr. Paulson at the Times yeah. and he's trying to get a job at the Times. He's, he's practically begging over the phone for a job, um, but it's unfortunately a no. Very good yeah. like phone work here, I thought, from Jason yeah. Priestley, pretending someone was on the That's other side. That's hard line. to do. That's hard yeah. to do. Uh, I I feel like, okay, oh, I don't have enough experience. Like, he ran that paper. He ran the college news station. He was the student body president. He was whatever fellowship he got that one time. I mean, I feel like he would be being headhunted, like, constantly. But, okay. Well, he, he was at one point. Remember when job. he was going to go to Boston? And Yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, it's it's a little crazy. But, yeah, he's like, no one will give I need experience, but no one will give me experience. Yeah. So Kelly is taking the drawers out of the dresser so they can move it. And in the one drawer, she finds a stack of letters from Tracy and pictures Ugh. of Tracy. Ugh. Ugh. No, it's, thank it's you. right. I don't buy this. I don't buy this because they had such he was never into that relationship and they had such an ugly breakup. I would believe it if she found pictures. I thought it was going to be Emily Valentine. That's what I thought. 
Yeah. Well, in be... my head, he said Tracy, but I thought Susan. Susan? Yeah, that <laughs> yes. would have made sense too. Emily or Susan, or just have it be his little cache of ex-girlfriend stuff. No way does he have a Tracy. Yeah. Uh-uh. I, I feel like it would make more sense if it was like a couple things from Tracy, a couple yes. things from Susan, a couple yes. things from Emily Valentine. Yes. So she's not happy at all to find no. this stuff in his underwear drawer or wherever mm-hmm. it was. Mm-hmm. And he's like, you know, I had a life before you. I broke up with her for you. Like, yeah. And then Valerie comes in and like, what did she say? I didn't write it down, but something like, it's very, it gives Betty Crocker. <laughs> yeah, something like that. Early Betty Crocker or something like that. Yeah. So I guess she, I thought at the end of season seven, they were going to bury the hatchet. But I did too. It, it feels like the hatchet is is being I wielded. I totally felt like the, the last season ended with Valerie and Kelly kind of being friends. They're being like, we're all going to live together, you know, like Brandon and Kelly being in a good place. David and Donna being in a good place. Nope, never mind. We're going to do mind. these all over again. We get a new intro. Yeah, with I didn't new really, people. I don't really care for it. How'd you feel about this one? It was fine. I mean, okay. it's more more of the same. True. So then we see, uh, you know, montage of places in Beverly Hills. And the song Monkey Wrench is playing. And I meant to look up who sings this song. Do you is know Foo- who Foo sings Fighters? this song? Is it the Foo Fighters? I think so. Well, it's playing, and the the shots are crazy. They are. They can't do, like, campus or whatever. It just has to be, like, whatever they see. Yeah. <laughs> I wrote DDs. Oh, because Donna Davids. I guess, <laughs> So, yeah. formerly Kelly Donna Claire's is yeah. now going to be Donna Davids, or at least sort of, Donna's. Sort of, yeah. So, it's very awkward between Donna and David, and we learn it's because... Donna wants him to move in, but he wa- she wants them to have separate rooms. Yeah, well, she wants to be able to tell her parents, like, oh, we're just we're just sharing the apartment, but nothing funky's happening, you know? Yeah, you know, and David is like, tell your mom we've had sex. Tell her we're living in the same room. Yeah. He's like, I'm I, either living with you or I'm not. I can't, I don't know. I gotta kind of side with David here. I don't think he's being great about it, but like... She's graduated from college and she doesn't want to tell her mom that they're like See that that is a little crazy. That is a little crazy. It's totally nuts. Even in college, I think it was nuts, but like post college? Uh Uh-uh. I am definitely more on David's side about this, but also one of them just needs to be like, just just move in. Is it really that big of a deal if like you're you're probably gonna end up sleeping in the same bed anyway? Your stuff is just going to be in a different room. Like, why does I that? Think he's just. I think he's just tired of like dancing around her parents. Yeah, and I get I that. He probably thought like our relationship has gone to the next level. It's this real serious thing, and she's high school in it. You know. Yeah. At the Walsh house, Valerie tells Steve that she is starting as a customer relations specialist mm. at some sort of fragrance company. It does sound special. That's, that's yeah. how she, yes, that's how she says it. And she also tells Steve, hey, don't tell Brandon I told you, but he didn't get that job at the Times. Yeah. But then as soon as Brandon enters the kitchen, Steve is like doing the fake whistling yeah. thing or humming. Yeah. And he pretty much immediately is like, hey, I heard Brandon. Sorry. Sorry, Sorry about it. <laughs> <laughs> Steve then gives Brandon rent. What what does he hand Brandon? What's what American card Express is that? Card. 
It's an American. Oh, it's Express just card. he just gives him the card. Yeah. And is like, here's rent. Here's rent. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. Okay. I don't know how you do that, but I don't get it either. Um, but he says, you know, he's he's probably gonna have to start dipping into his emergency savings fund because he hasn't been able to get a job and he's been cut off if you recall like not one of them thought about applying for jobs while they were still in college apparently not okay apparently not i definitely had a job lined up like weeks before i graduated but okay yeah i mean i had a plan but for that's sure. something. Yeah. Yeah. They're just all like, oh, wait, there's no college left. Uh oh. Uh oh. Had to repay for things. <laughs> I mean, Steve was a little blindsided by his dad, like yeah. on the day of graduation, yes. saying, you're cut off. Yeah. So, but this is also the end of summer. So, yeah. Yeah. True. Good point, Kendra. So then Kelly enters the kitchen and she and Val are like, sniping at each other i forget what they said here but yeah i know i thought they were going to be friends but i guess not so kelly wants brandon to get rid of all his tracy stuff she like has put it in a bag and she brings it to the kitchen and is like get rid of this a little pushy i feel it's a little pushy but you know yeah so then kelly asks steve if he will take aaron to her soccer game because she now has to go to the mall with donna yeah for some reason the the best they could come up with uh, yeah to get steve to meet carly yeah (laughs) at the peach pit uh dr martin and donna are eating lunch and he gives her a check it's her allowance her allowance Don't call no, it that. New. Like, fine if you're going to give her money, but don't call it her allowance. I know. I know. Just graduated college. I know. Yeah, couldn't and it she... at least have been like a graduation present or like yeah. here's something to get you started? But she's like Dennis the Menace over here earning her <laughs> allowance every... Uh, it's weird. I know. She's like, oh, I hate keeping having to take money from you, but it's just been so hard to find a job. <laughs> like, okay. That... Reminds Dr. Martin that he has the number of a friend of a friend of Felice. So Vanessa Markley. So she's mm-hmm. a fashion photographer and she's looking for a second assistant. And so uh, Donna is excited to give her a call. Yeah. And before she, before she leaves, Dr. Martin asks if everything is okay with her and David. And she says, yes, that it's all fine. It's all fine. And celibate. Yep, we haven't had sex, if that's what you're asking. Really, they're just friends. Yeah. You know, good Mm -hmm. friends, but friends. (laughs) Back at the Walsh house, Kelly is talking about how she still has to add wallpaper to the bedroom. Yes. uh, Which Brandon is super excited about, Mm -hmm. the wallpaper. Mm -hmm. Wallpaper is a curse, Kendra. If you look behind me and see this floral nonsense in this house, I hate it. (laughs) There's no way to get rid of it. Just paper over it. Oh no, no. There's just paint over it. This this house has a lot of wallpaper in it that I the the room that I'm in now. It's like little roses. It's like little flower bushes, and it's so much. It kind of makes me want to throw up. It's too much. Yeah, it's a big pattern. (laughs) In our first house we lived in, we had the rooster wallpaper. (laughs) I remember that. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) yeah. Rooster theme. 
So Brandon still hasn't thrown away the bag. I guess it's sitting next to him, the bag of Tracy stuff. And he's like, I've decided I'm throwing it away. Mm. Going in the dumpster. Yeah, it's gone. Hooray. Goodbye, Tracy. He also suggests that they need a vacation because I guess over the whole summer, they didn't take a vacation. Didn't do anything. I mean, they, they're out of college and they haven't worked in three months. But yeah, they need a vacation. They need you a know? vacation. Take care of so, themselves. Brandon's like, how about next week? We go on vacation. But Kelly starts work at the foundation next week. And we're sure this is not another cult that Kelly's in. All we know is it's the foundation. foundation. Okay. Yep. So she says, well, I can't go next week. So it'll have to be like this week or something. And he's like, well, we'll figure it out. Mm -hmm. So after Kelly leaves, he throws the bag in the trash. But then he goes back. And takes out the pictures and is looking through all these pictures of Tracy. Yeah. yeah. And of course, Kelly walks in while mm-hmm. he is looking at these pictures. I mean, he's in the process of throwing them away. He can look at the pictures. Come on. I mean, if I found pictures of an ex in my boyfriend's drawer, I'd probably be jealous. I wouldn't be this aggressive. Well, sure. about yeah, it, anybody would be jealous. But I think on some level, you have to kind of understand a little bit, especially because yeah. it was... I don't know. It's not like I would have been if I were her, I would have been more upset to find an Emily Valentine or a Susan versus yeah. like Brandon's ex-girlfriend of like five minutes ago. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. So the other thing I'll say about this scene, computer nook. I've never seen this part of the house before. Oh, yeah. It's That's like, true. I'm not sure. It's like off the kitchen or something, because if you remember, yeah. they used to have a desktop computer on the right on the kitchen counter whenever they needed it. But now yes. we got a little nook. Look, yeah. At the soccer game, Steve is cheering on Aaron from the sidelines, but he's also getting upset because the ref is not calling some things. And there's a boy on the field who's like getting pushed by the other team. And it's a no contact sport. There's not supposed to be any contact. Yeah. So this kid like shuffles off the field all sad. And Steve goes up to him and like grabs his arms nicely. Yes, but it is too much touching for it's sure. It's too much for a child that's not yeah. yours that you don't yes. know. Yes. And he yeah, he like holds his arms and he's like, "Hey, you did great out there, but you can't you got to fight back." And then he's like trying to teach him like how to elbow, how to throw yeah. an elbow. Yeah. So as he's talk this kid's name is Zach, by the way, and as yes. he's talking to Zach, Carly comes up and is like, "Who the heck are you?" That's great yeah. Steve's not apologetic. You know what I mean? Like, no, Steve's no, not no. like, oh, He's I'm not. so sorry. He's like, chill out, Oscar winner Hillary's winner. Yeah. I was confused here because I thought Carly asked, are you his parent? But she must have said something else because she's his parent. She is. Yeah. So I don't, no, I don't she, she must have said, like, are you a parent? That's what she said. She was like, who are you, basically, who are you here with? Making sure he's not just like some creep yeah. standing on the side. Yeah. And this yeah. is where he says, I'm babysitting Aaron Taylor. Aaron Taylor. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, they, uh, you know, bicker with each other about, you know, he he's not a parent. And why are you here? And they get into, you know, you know, he's crying for help out there. He's getting 
pummeled and maybe his dad should teach him how to defend mm. himself mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and carly says when you look up jerk in the dictionary does it Ooh. have your picture next to it oh boy i mean we've watched some stinker episodes but i think i could say that is the worst line of dialogue ever spoken in this show up to this point yeah it's yeah it's so cumbersome too it's not even like a quick bad line it's like she really had to put the time in to get that whole line <laughs> in there Ooh. Uh, so then after uh, Carly and Zach walk away, Aaron tells Steve that Zach doesn't have a father. <gasps> Steve's oh, like, no. oh, I messed uh -oh. up. Uh-oh. At the Peach Pit, Donna calls Vanessa. What the heck? I don't Why? understand this scene. It's crazy. She calls Vanessa like from a booth in the busy Peach Pit about this, yeah. like a job interview. Are you nuts? And then she's like, oh, sorry, I can't hear you. It's really loud in here. I'm like, go yeah. anywhere else. Yeah. <laughs> go yep. over to the Peach Pit after dark. Nobody's over there. Walk outside even. Or call her when you're at home, maybe. Yeah, you know? but despite, despite not being able to hear, she is able to get an interview for the yeah. job. Yep. So good for her. Mm -hmm. Over at the Peach Pit after dark, Marcy, the waitress, comes in to show David the new uniforms that Donna mm -hmm. picked out. Pretty cute. It's like a black skirt with like a white kind of halter top and a bow yeah. tie. Sort of a sleeveless tuxedo shirt kind of look. Yeah. A little playboy. That makes it sound <laughs> that makes it sound not cute. It is cute. I promise. <laughs> no, it was cute, but it looks sort of like 60s vintage, you know. Yeah. Yeah. And she also is letting David know that the plumber says that the sink in the ladies' room is going to need fixed. And David is like, oh, my goodness, so much money is being yep. spent. Yep. And apparently the business is down 60%, he says, which is significant. <laughs> that is a staggering loss. Yeah. <laughs> How is he paying the electricity bill? <laughs> That's crazy. So Donna comes in and is like, hey, what are you guys talking about? And he does not tell her about the money issues. So yeah, why? I, guess that, why you I don't know. Wonder. Maybe he doesn't want her to think that he can't Worry. handle it. Or yeah, I, I don't know. know. Who knows? Donna tells David about her interview that she's very excited about. And she also notices that all of his stuff is in his office. Mm. And he's like, yeah, I'm just going to live in the office until I find a place to live. Yeah, cool. Right. And she's like, no, you're going to come home with me. We're going to have the place all to ourselves. And he's like, not until you talk to your mom. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. he's not backing down. Nope. After the soccer game, Steve and Aaron are in the car and he's telling her what a great job she did. And even though they lost, he was like, you never gave up. And you like your team lost, but you won because you were a Amazing. And he thinks mm -hmm. they should get ice cream. That makes sense. Yeah. Post-game yeah. ice cream. I like it. So as they're pulling out of the parking lot, they pass Carly and Zach in their car. And she's having trouble getting her car to start. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And he immediately is like, well, it sounds like your engine's flooded. And she's yeah. like, wow, you're, you're a parent. You're a mechanic. You're, so, yeah. you're quite the renaissance man. Yeah. And so he gives her instructions on how to unflood the tank and it works it definitely um, would take longer than that it Just... would at the mall kelly and donna are shopping i forget why they're here 
Is it to I get the pills? Is I that? Think I think it is to get the pills. But they're just doing some some shopping while they're. Yeah, I guess. I guess so. Okay. Yeah. So Kelly thinks Don is doing the right thing. She's like, "You guys don't need to move so fast," and you know, it's it's actually been harder living with Brandon than she thought it was going to be. Mm-hmm. Yep. And Donna thinks that she's being too hard on Brandon about the Tracy stuff. And she's like, don't you have anything from your old boyfriends? Cough, mm-hmm. cough, Dylan. Dylan, yeah. And Kelly's like, does. well, that's different. Does. That is different. Mm-hmm. So it's not different, but whatever. Yep. So as they're walking through the mall, who do we see but Valerie? She is giving out perfume samples yeah, she's like spraying people as they walk by perfume perfume yep so this is her uh customer relations specialist job yeah. that she spoke yeah. of yeah and she is mortified to see donna and kelly she had to know she would run into someone she knew eventually it seems like it yeah um but she's like if you tell anyone i will kill you <laughs> And Kelly's like, why would I tell anyone that a friend of mine sprays cheap perfume on strangers? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I just, I don't know. I was looking forward to a change in this dynamic, but okay. Yeah, okay. Hey, I do like Valerie's hair. I do too. Yeah, Brandon makes a comment about that in his little voiceover where he's like, Valerie yeah. thought new hair would fix things, but. Yeah, it's like highlighted and it's a, a little, little longer. longer. Yeah. yeah, it is. I like it. look. So the guys are at the park working out, I guess, running. Like the longest walk and talk I've ever seen. And I've seen all of the West Wing. They just it kept felt going. long. Cut. It felt Cut. really long. Yeah, not good. <laughs> Especially at one point, it felt like David almost forgot his line. Yeah. But then he, <laughs> but then he, ju- he, they just kept rolling and he I eventually. Know. I know. It's like part of it. He's like almost out of the shot. Like, yeah. It's like, we're still rolling, Brian. And they're okay. like filming it. It's like they're filming it spy cam style, like they through are. a tree. <laughs> <laughs> Let's listen in to the boys' conversation. <laughs> so, Don David is is complaining about Donna and how he doesn't understand her and why she won't just you know tell her parents. And Brandon's like, well, she's been raised Catholic. And now she probably feels guilty for having sex. And now she's going to feel more guilty for, like, telling her parents about the whole thing. So, like, well, I think you just need birth- to give her space and let it happen. The birth control, also a no-no with Catholics. Yes. So I think it's a double whammy there. Yes. I mean, maybe not all Catholics, but generally. And Brandon brings up, you know, living with Kelly hasn't <laughs> been as easy as yeah. he thought it was going to be. Yeah. But then he says, you know, everything's fine with him and Kelly. And he's like, let's throw her a surprise party for her birthday. So that's the plan, I guess. I guess so. Yeah. I feel like Kelly's birthday has jumped around a lot. Yeah. What part of the year Kelly's birthday is. I think I feel like Donna's Christmas birthday is the only thing that's ever (laughs) like solid. You know, this is her birthday. Yeah. Yeah. So Donna and Kelly are at the pharmacy and they're picking up her birth control pills. And she's like, this goes against everything I've ever learned. Who am I? What am I doing? And as she's saying out loud, like, I can't believe I'm getting birth control pills. Of course, her mother, Felice, walks up behind her. Yeah. 
and is like, oh, what are you doing here? And they have some pleasant conversation about her interview with Vanessa while Donna is freaking out. Yeah. And the pharmacist, real smooth, real smooth, comes up and he's like, hey, your sex pills are ready. Your yeah. pills for sex. <laughs> well, he's like, let me show you how it Easy. works. Because there's Easy. a new dispenser. Yeah. Easy, the this is the dad from Avon Stevens. Oh, okay. All right. All right, yeah. Mr. Cummings. Yep. So then Felice is like, birth control. And Kelly says that they are hers. Mm, of course. Of course. Of to course. keep her regular. Just come, clean. Just come clean, Donna. I mean, at this point. Yeah. What, Here's are, your are perfect your opportunity. I mean, is Felice going to be nice if you don't? You know what I mean? Like, this is a toxic relationship. Like, you're not saving yourself any hassle here. Yeah. So later on, I guess the next day, I don't know. Or no, she says, I'm meeting with Vanessa later today. So she, Donna meets with Vanessa. And Vanessa is a mess. She is a mess. She is a mess. She is just stressed out. Apparently her first assistant quit. And now they have this shoot to get ready for. And she's freaking out. And she's also like not feeling good or something. I don't know. She has to go to the bathroom. But basically Donna has the job. And Donna doesn't really realize she has the job. She's like, are you saying I have the job? Like, but not a second assistant now. She's first assistant. Right. So it's kind of like a promotion before she even gets the job because she was just going for sort of the gopher position, you know, and now she's going to be her actual assistant. And their first, her first job is in Honolulu in three days. Yeah. Pretty nice. It is nice. Nice work if you can get it. Right, Kendra? Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> Webster's Dictionary defines work as. Uh, at the Peach Pit after dark, the band is playing whoever this yeah. person is. I don't know what the heck Jason Priestley is doing in this scene. Because he takes his beer bottle and he puts it directly into his eye. He just like puts the beer into his eye and then it's like messing with the bottle. And then it's like rubbing his eye like, oh, I heard it with my beer bottle. It's just like. What Maybe this was take 50 and they I were feel just like it was trying was something like messing around. I think it's supposed to be funny. Like he's pretending to be drunk, but like nobody else notices or reacts to it in any way. It's very strange to be included. <laughs> uh, well, David's like, it's dead in here. We should just, cl- I should just close up early. I hate yeah. this band. And I, it was hard for me to tell because it was so zoomed in. Yeah. But I guess there were there's not a lot of people there. No, it was pretty empty. It was pretty empty. Marcy uh, walks by in the new uniform and Steve very much approves yeah. of the new uniform. And he's going to go after Marcy and try to get with her. Yeah, we did have one Claire reference. I don't know if we said that or not, but in the initial voiceover when Brandon's like, we decided we all want to stay together. He doesn't acknowledge her there. He's not like, and we already lost Claire. He doesn't say that. But later on, they say something about Steve's having trouble with Claire being away. So we do get one reference. I kind of thought maybe we'd just never say the name Claire again, but they did say it. They did say it. Valerie shows up and tries to order a white wine, but there isn't any because David says he messed up and they didn't get a the shipment and and valerie's like wow you're about to lose a ton of money because you don't have white wine (laughs) Uh, so david goes up to the office and brandon says like maybe don't rub it in his face yeah don't don't valerie this situation if you could avoid that please yeah so she's gonna go and apologize and she also tells brandon that kelly won't be there she says kelly told me to tell you 
then I'm not coming or something like that. Something like that. Seems weird that Kelly would do that. But I don't know. So Steve is following Marcy around trying to get her to go out with him. But she at first she says that she can't date customers and she'll have to ask David if it's okay for her to date him. Um, But Steve wears her down and she agrees to go on a date with him. Yeah, Steve's like, I'm not a customer. I haven't paid for a drink ever. Yeah. (laughs) And Marcy is pretty ditzy. Yes, yeah, but although not in the first scene. In the first scene about no. the, the uniforms and the plumbing, she's very level-headed. And later she's like, oh my God, <laughs> customers. <laughs> uh, Valerie goes up to the office and apologizes to David. And she's like, listen, I see what's happening here. You, you've got to be down at least 60%. <laughs> she yeah. just knows the she percentage knows just by looking. It. Yep. And she says she wants to buy back in. She's like, let's go 50-50. I will, you'll have to front it, but I will pay you back for my share. As I earn it. Yeah, she's like, you know I can turn this around overnight. And I'm like, your plot for the last three seasons has been that the Peach Pit is failing. That was a whole Kenny thing. And like, everything she's done has been the After Dark is failing. So who knows? (laughs) Never been able to cover from losing Ray Pruitt. You know, he was the draw. He was. He was the draw. Just right. David seems to be considering it, but then he says no because of Donna. Donna didn't want Valerie and David working together. Yes, but that was like Valerie manufactured that by being like, David, I want you so bad just right. to get him to buy her out. So it's like kind of biting her now. Yeah. Seems yep. like we're just kind of reverting everything. So Donna comes looking for David at the Peach Pit After Dark. And I thought we were going to have some sort of awkward situation with her and valerie because brandon's like trying to stop her from going to see david but then she ends up just running into them on the stairs and she tells the whole gang that she's got this new job and that she's going to hawaii for this shoot and at first david does not seem happy about this that she's leaving even though it's only going to be for like a week or oh, something. That's not clear she says she comes in and she's like i got a new job in hawaii and everybody thinks she's like moving to hawaii and then she's like no 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 it's just three days so that's yeah i feel like that was supposed to be a classic donna tori spelling funny thing and it just kind of fell flat yeah it did so then she says david i want you to come with me (gasps) and valerie's like oh well david who will you get to run the peach pit while you're gone (laughs) and he's like i'm just gonna close the peach pit we don't need the money. We're fine. A struggling business should make their hours hard to follow. I think, you know, put some guesswork into it. You live in a town that loves to do this. No, I don't even want they to talk love about it, to be. Please. I live it. I don't need you. When can you in go see face. a movie in your You'd town? Nick? Tell me right now. Just tell me when they have movies me. you can go see. I, I don't want to. I don't want to talk about it. Uh, so then David opens it up to the group and he's like, we should all go to Hawaii. Definitely. Valerie is out. She's like, I have too much to do. I'm not going. And she's really busy it's not just, having a job or money. Yeah. She's busy being poor. Yeah. And Brandon's Probably like, all I, <laughs> been there, done that. <laughs> uh, and Brandon says he's going to work hard to convince Kelly to try and push back her start date at the foundation. Madness. This whole thing, Brandon acts like it's so reasonable. Just call your new job. Tell them yeah. you're going to start a week later for your first day. You're going to be late. You're going to take a vac- you can take vacation time for your first week. Crazy. Yep. 
crazy. <laughs> if she asked him to do that, he would be like, no. Yeah, he would be like, no. Although when Susan asked him not to go on his thing so they could go see the world's biggest ball of twine, he did turn down <laughs> that opportunity. So yeah, who knows? Maybe, maybe he would. I don't know. All right. Next day at the Walsh house, Steve is singing in the shower. Dancing in the mirror. Pretty funny. <laughs> and Valerie like throws back the shower curtain and he's just like naked, naked. and they just have a conversation. You see a lot of Ian You see a lot of Ian <laughs> Again, for me, it was very zoomed in. So I really could only see no, his face, but. <laughs> I saw more than his face. Let's leave it at that. Are they trying to up the sexy this season? Because we've already had the three guys like work out and yeah. Steve's got his shirt Maybe. off and Maybe. That did crack me up. It was like only Ian Ziering was confident enough to take his shirt off in yeah. that scene. <laughs> so Valerie has a proposition. She's like, I want you to dip into your savings, your emergency savings fund, yeah. which is what he said he's gonna use to pay for his trip to Hawaii. Yeah. Yep. And I want you to pay for me to go as well, and I'll pay you back as soon it's as I get fair. a job. Great yep. idea. And he's like, okay, but I won't charge you interest, but you have to, we have to stay in the same room and sleep in the same bed. Right. And she's like, no, that post-graduation thing we had was a fluke. Huh. It was an accident. We never should yeah. have done it. And yeah. so they end up agreeing to one room, two beds. Hmm. So stuff might happen still. I like how his thing was like, she's like, lend me money. And he's like, I want you to be my concubine. Yeah. And then I will lend you the money. Yeah. And she's like, hmm, can we compromise? <laughs> I wish they were having a secret affair. Like not, I don't want them to be like a couple, but I want them to be like sneaking around sleeping with yeah. each other. I think that would be a fun plot. But we it don't would. get fun plots because it's season eight, Kendra. I want fun. I do. I Where's want fun the fun? Too. I don't know. In London with Brenda, I guess. Oh. I guess. Over in the bedroom, Kelly's trying to pick the wallpaper. She's got several options, and she's asking Brandon what he no likes. And he is no he is back. not interested. Yeah, doesn't want it. Doesn't want it. <laughs> the thought of putting up wallpaper, I would so much rather paint yeah. than put up wallpaper. <laughs> paint it. Remember when we had that painting party in your old house? And we painted the whole room yellow. It looked great. I thought it looked great. It I liked great. it. Yeah. If only there was light in that house at all, would've that would have been, been. Yeah, that would have been helpful. But would have been nice. Or level floors or working plumbing. Yeah. Any of those things in your old house would have been really yeah. helpful. A toilet that's not like mounted on its own little wooden no. Because no. that's how that. I wish our listeners could have experienced all the majesty. A lot of fun. Uh, the closet that, that had a hole. Yeah, in a lot the, of good times. Yeah. 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 Good times. Yeah. Um, so, <laughs> so, yeah, he's not interested really mm -hmm. in the wallpaper. And he says, you know, this isn't about the wallpaper. This is about the pictures you found and you're still upset about it. And he's like, it's in the past. And she's like, it's the past, but it's not forgotten. Mm. Over, but not forgotten. Yeah, of course. Valerie bounces in to tell them that she's going to Hawaii. And she's like, Hooray. hope you can come, Kelly. That would be great. <laughs> Brandon says, uh, well, I'm not going to Hawaii without you. And Kelly says, maybe they need a vacation from each other. Oh, no. If they can't live together for two months without this happening, then doomed. maybe they're not as solid as we thought they were. I'm not having fun with this Brandon Kelly. I know. What the heck? I, I'm just not, it's not fun. I don't know what's going on. Steve is on a date with Marcy, and she's telling him about getting her nails painted and how the 
lady liked the color, but she didn't like the, I don't know. It was a stupid uh-huh. story that uh-huh. I didn't care about. Yeah. But she really thinks Steve understands her. Yeah. She's like, you get it. You're not just trying to sleep with me. You understand me. Yeah. So they uh, apparently have been waiting a while to order. And when the waitress finally comes over, guess who it is? Yeah. It's Carly. It's Carly. And she's still rude. Still super unpleasant. Rude. Yep. <laughs> she's super rude. Well, Marcy's rude, too, because Carly's like, I'm she so is. sorry. We're, we're short staffed. People didn't show up. What can I get you to drink? And Marcy's like, that sounds like a you problem. <laughs> I mean, it is it is a little unprofesh to kind of unload like that when you come over to someone's table. But whatever. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. So Steve and Carly recognize each other. And she's like, oh, this day couldn't get any worse. And Marcy's like, you're being rude. My boyfriend thinks you're being rude. So I guess they're boyfriend, girlfriend now. That's an that's an upgrade. And Carly tells Marcy that you're one of the dumbest people on the face of the earth or something like that. Yeah. I think you're one of the dumbest people on the face of the earth. And like Marcy didn't do anything dumb. You know what I mean? It doesn't even land. She was being rude, but she wasn't being being dumb. Exactly. She was being impatient and rude, but she didn't do anything that was dumb. Yeah. So then Carly's manager comes over and is like, what's going on? And Marcy's like, she called me stupid. And Carly's like, no, I said you were dumb. <laughs> yeah. And then she throws water on Steve and the manager fires her. Yeah. Well, yeah, obviously. She's got a kid to think about. What's she thinking? I have no idea. I don't know. What would Mr. Miyagi say? I don't know. He wouldn't approve. Back at the Walsh house. Then I guess this is the next day. Sure. The gang is getting ready to go to the airport to go to Hawaii. And Kelly still is not coming. So she and Brandon are kind of having a little stare down. (laughs) And Brandon's like, I'm going to take my own car to the airport. And Steve is like, you're going to bail on this trip. And he's like, if I'm not there, Steve, you get on that plane. (laughs) You go to Hawaii without me. I was going to try to do a Casablanca thing, but I... (laughs) I'm not. I'm no, not. no. Go ahead. No, no, no. No, maybe not today. Maybe not tomorrow. But <laughs> one day, Kendra, I will do a Casablanca bit. Good, good. <laughs> uh, so Steve and Valerie leave, and Brandon and Kelly are left to talk. And Brandon's like, you know, just tell me you don't want me to go. Yeah. And and she's like, I don't want you to go, but I also would like for you to go go. (laughs) i know oh my gosh these two sing a new song for heaven's sake yeah and she's like well he's like i haven't missed your birthday in seven years i don't want to miss your birthday i want you to come and she's like "Eh, it's just my birthday we can just celebrate on a different day it's fine and so they kiss goodbye and this whole scene i'm like brandon this is one of those things where like she's telling you to go but maybe don't go I don't know. Oh, really? Maybe maybe not. Maybe she really did want him to go. I think he should go. I think they do need time apart. But I'm so tired. Well, after after he leaves and Kelly shuts the door, she like cries. Yeah. I don't know. I don't understand. I I was just like, okay, it seems like we're making a big deal out of this, but whatever. Well, we kind of, that's it, right? That's the episode, isn't it? That's the episode. Yeah. So, I mean, I just feel like we're kind of undoing the resolutions from the previous season and just kind of. In classic 90210 fashion. Again, let's do it. They love to do that. Watching this made me think a lot of Melrose Place. and, And the thing with Melrose Place is that like, 
90210 seems like it's kind of afraid to make the characters look bad. You know what I mean? It's like, we can't have, we can't let Steve and Valerie have this like fling. It would be whatever. We can't have these characters like treat each other poorly. We can't have them like everybody sleeping with everybody else. And Melrose Place was like, yeah, we don't care. Go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, just do it. Just do it. Let's do a whole season where this character is making a reckless decision with this character. And then when they're done, they're done. We don't care. We're going to move on to the next thing. <laughs> and I wish, especially this late in the game, like, just do it. For heaven's yeah. sakes, you know, like just do it. Let Nike. the characters just yeah, do it. Just let the characters grow because they keep them in these arrested development states where they just can't like Brandon and Kelly either need to just be like, okay, we're committed now, we're in it, or they need to just be done. And same yeah. with David and Donna. Like it's been eight years now of David and Donna being like, oh, oh, uh, uh. Not interesting. I know. As soon as we started, and I was like, oh, now we have to deal with guilt. Yes. Donna's I guilt. Know. Like her whole thing was she was like, I'm doing this and I love you and I'm, this is the new me. And then I, we immediately walk it back. And you're right. Like this kind of like reversal has happened in the series before. But I do really feel like this showrunner change is, is really kind of rearing its head here because the characters were in a different spot and we instantly undo that. And we put them back a season basically. And I just, I don't want to do it again, you know? Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. I was hesitant about starting this season and this one did not win me over. Maybe that's what we need to do each episode. We need to, we need to check in and see if I've been re won over. By yeah. Maybe and Hawaii will do it. Maybe Hawaii will do it. This episode is a no for me, Kendra. Mm. So, Fair. Yeah. Did you have a 90210 snap? Um, yeah, maybe I do. Yeah. I don't know. I, yeah, I don't. Carly throwing the the drink on Steve, maybe. Yeah. yeah, I guess that was the only thing that really had like bite or was like a, a a memorable moment. So yeah, let's do it. Throw in the drink. Okay. Ooh. Okay. Well, Kendra, next week we're going to be back with season eight, episode two, Aloha Beverly Hills, part two. And until then, you can catch me every other week on the Sindorian Life, a Star Wars podcast right here on the network. Kendra, what's up with you? Now you can say. I can say that yeah. uh, 90s Music Got Me Like is back. Maybe. Uh, we just did our first episode of 2024. It was Cheryl Crow's If It Makes You Happy. Mm-hmm. And our next episode is going to be One by U2. No, I don't really know U2. You better listen. I guess. I'm going to have to. Yeah, I definitely know if it makes you happy. And I haven't stopped singing it in my head. Since your episode aired. So. I know, it's so catchy. That doesn't make me happy. Uh, so yeah, okay. that's well, what I'm doing. I'm not going to school tomorrow because school's canceled. That's right. Kendra's Baby. got a day off, everybody. Maybe you should yeah. edit this episode then, Kendra, since you got all the... Oh, you don't... You, you don't... Okay, that's fine. That's fine. All right. 902 and here we go.